Hi, everyone. I know recently we announced we were going to two episodes a week and then three episodes a week. But you know what? There are just too many episodes. So we are going to back to five episodes a week. Still a reduction from seven, but there were just too many interviews scheduled, and I didn't want to make all the authors wait for too long. So I hope you can keep up with me. Listen to one a week as you're on your way to work or on your way home or putting your kids to bed or whatever it is you're doing. Moms don't have time to read books now five times a week. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hi, this is Zivi Owens, and you're listening to the award-winning podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. And speaking of books, I have two of my own books coming out this spring and summer. Princess Charming is a picture book, which debuts on April 19th, and Bookends, a memoir of love, loss, and literature comes out on July 1st, and it is truly a labor of love. I hope you'll pre-order, order, and join me on tour as I go across the country. You can find out more at zibbyowens.com or bookendsmemoir.com. And you can follow me on Instagram at zibbyowens because I always post about everything. Enjoy the show. Jane O'Connor is the author of Good Job, George. She is also the author of the best-selling Fancy Nancy series, which Disney Junior has made into an animated TV series. She's also an editor at a major publishing house in New York. Good Job George was inspired by her granddaughter, who receives constant praise from her proud parents. Welcome, Jane. Thank you so much for coming on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books to discuss your latest book, Good Job George. Well, thanks, Sibby, so much for inviting me. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's really nice to see you. It's been a while. (laughs) It has been a while. So for people listening, this is so crazy. So when I had my one and only, it turned out, meeting at Penguin Random House with Margaret Anastas, my editor for Princess Charming, he was just on our Zoom saying hi to us both. I was sitting in her office and were you there right when I got there or something? I said- I I think I was. I think you were too. Besides being a writer, I'm an editor at- Penguin Random House, so that I don't just stalk the offices. 
<laughs> well, you were there and she introduced us and I was so excited because I was like, oh my gosh, I've read every Fancy Nancy in the world Aww. to my daughter. Seriously, <laughs> she was obsessed, my older daughter. And then we realized that your son was good friends with my brother, who of course I've known like forever, which is crazy. So, I mean, I, I, he could have mentioned to me. <laughs> That's who Many you connections. <laughs> Many connections, but that's very exciting. So before we talk about Good Job, George, your latest picture book, can you back up and just explain how you became, uh, were you an editor first? Were you a children's book author first? Like, what is your whole trajectory? Like, how did we get here? <laughs> well, it's been a long trajectory, but I was an editor first. I've been an editor in children's book publishing forever. And for a while, I was reviewing books as well between jobs. And I was doing some reviewing for the Time Sunday Book Review. And the more books I read, the more I wanted to try and write one. And so the first book that I wrote was a young middle grade novel called Yours Till Niagara Falls Abbey about a girl who goes to summer camp and is miserably homesick and was very much patterned on nine-year-old Jane. But I never, I never went to being a full-time writer. I really enjoyed editing and I kind of did both. And then I was publisher of the mass market imprints at Penguin Children's Books for about 10 years. And I was really, I was really wanting to write more. And I asked, and they let me go part-time and go back to just editing, not being a publisher. And that was when I started writing Fancy Nancy. Fancy Nancy was the first picture book I ever wrote. And I also wrote the first adult novel that I ever wrote. <laughs> and so it's been now 20 years uh, that I've been part-time and I get to do both things, which is a great combo. That's amazing. I, I just love that. How did you how did you come up with the idea for Fancy Nancy and then now George? Like, where do these characters come from in your consciousness? If you could even answer that question. Yeah, yeah. No, I can. I was, as Zippy kind of half mentioned, I have sons. I have two huge grown men, <laughs> but no little girls to play dress up with or have tea parties with. And one night I was making dinner for my family and all of a sudden the name Fancy Nancy flew in my head and I got kind of the beginning of it and the end. It was the middle that took me a while and it was patterned. I was, I am not a fancy person and I was not, you know, a big doll lover or playing with, but I like to dress up. And every Sunday, my when I was like five, my grandmother and my great aunts used to come to visit and I would come glumphing out in a pair of my mom's high heels and a tutu, dripping jewelry. And I, I thought I looked glamorous. And so that was the kernel for the idea. And I never imagined it would become such a big part of my life, but 
It was loads of fun, and especially going to bookstores where these little divas would show up. <laughs> it, it was it was great. And then almost four years ago, my older son and his wife had a daughter. And my first, and she might be my only grandchild, but finally a girl in my life. But what I noticed was that even when she was like five weeks old, if she was trying just to smile, it was like, good job. And it was everything got reinforcement, but it was always not, oh, you're terrific. It was always, good job. And when, as she got older and we'd go to the playground, that's all I was hearing. Good job. And I liked it because I think it makes kids feel important that they're doing something, you know, worthwhile, whether it's swatting at a mobile or learning to dress themselves, you know, every little step is an accomplishment. And so that's really where the idea came from. And George, in Good Job George, is very proud of himself for everything he can do, but he gets a little carried away and sometimes tries to help when it's not called for or you're not really listening to what your mom and dad have told you. And it can wind you, can wind up where you're in a big mess. And so that's sort of the trajectory of good job, George. I wonder if I say good job enough. I hope I do. I don't know that that's one of my go-to phrases with my kids. but uh, Well, your kids are probably... Yeah, they too can, old, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. Although actually this morning, my daughter, who's almost 15, was like, I made my bed. And I guess I was like, good job. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> finally, I wanted to say, but that's okay. That's funny. It's true. We do. There is this whole culture of praise now, right? That that we should, and it not just, it's, it's also like, you can't praise people too much. And then you have to right. praise something specific, right? We can't say, you're such a good artist. It has to be like, you tried really hard at that painting. <laughs> I love the effort you put into this. Yes, positive this reinforcement. Yes, fight talent or not. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, crazy. So, is is Nancy ever going to meet George in this fictitious oh. world? <laughs> you know, it's funny. My agent said to me, "You know, Nancy's younger sister, JoJo." Yeah. almost looks it's the true. way the That's artist true. has portrayed George. And he said they look like they'd be friends, but I've I've never thought of a kind of having a cross current like that. Well, to you be never honest. know. It could be cousins. Maybe you don't like, know. Yeah. Know. <laughs> yeah. I've I've written a second book about George that's called George to the Rescue. Uh, oh, I love it. That takes place in a playground where, again, he's sometimes coming to the rescue where no rescue is needed. <laughs> <laughs> 
And as you know, Zibby, we have the same wonderful editor, Margaret Anastas, and it is great fun to edit and work on a book with her. And that's one of the things I really enjoy as a writer is just batting ideas back and forth. Once you have a manuscript to try and and make it better. And she is super helpful and creative that way. She is. I'm sure you found the same thing. I am such a huge Margaret Anastas fan. I I told her, I was like, I feel like you need your name on this book on the front. You know, like we, I feel like we did it together. She's like, no, this is what an editor does. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, great. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But you being an editor also have your own, you know, you can put that hat on at the same time. So it's almost like your book has two editors right out the gate. Well, that can be a problem sometimes. You can start over-editing yourself if you're a writer who's also an editor. And I definitely found that with the first book for grown-ups that I wrote. I must have rewritten the first 50 pages like a zillion times. I was driving myself nuts. And tell me more about that book. Oh, well... Actually, this brings up another connection we have. My kids went to a school in New York, and it was quite a really good school academically. It put a lot of pressure on kids. And after my younger son got into college, I suddenly got the idea of writing a mystery where the college counselor winds up murdered at the school. (laughs) So you were really happy about the college placement? I was, I was, (laughs) but it was this sense of relief and never having to think about it ever again. And so the book is called Dangerous Admissions. And then I wrote, the, uh, the main character is a copy editor who's always correcting mentally other people's grammar. And Actually, the kind of mistake that a copy editor would pick up solves the mystery. Mm, Love it. (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes we all have stuff we need to get off our chests. Even if we don't think it's interfering with our daily life, there are some things you just haven't processed, be it grief or trauma, eating disorders, anything. It might be time to work on those things, and I have a solution for you. Therapy. Online therapy by BetterHelp. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
I took the brief questionnaire online where there were, I don't know, 20 questions. It didn't take long at all, maybe three minutes. And then I got matched with a therapist who could help me work on whatever. I picked trauma because even though it happened in 2001, I am somehow still not over the loss of my friend on 9-11. And it is what it is. BetterHelp is going to help And I am so excited, especially because with my special code, instead of $80 a month, it is 10% off, $72 a month, which is so much less than traditional therapy. And you'll get a perfect therapist for you. There are 35,000 therapists to choose from, so you'll find the right one. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash moms don't have time today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash moms don't have time. So are you going to go back to novels for grownups, as you put it, or more? Yeah, I wrote a, I wrote a second one and now I'm working on a book. I went to Smith a million years ago and most of the book takes place in 1965 with girls who are very good friends their freshman year have a huge blow up, stop being friends. And then it's the same group of characters 50 something years later, going back for their 50th reunion. (laughs) I love that. Amazing. It's almost like the big chill-ish, right? Did you watch that movie? I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was only a weekend, but anyway, that sounds great. And what are the, what was it like developing Fancy Nancy into a show and like the fact that you'd created this character one day and now it's like had this huge lifespan. Well, Disney was just fabulous to work for. And at the very beginning, they consulted with both the illustrator, Robin Price Glasser of all the Fancy Nancy books and me. But once they got down the basics of the show and how they saw it progressing and what directions they wanted to go in. We really had very little input. They knew what they were doing. I don't know how to write a TV show or produce it. So except at the beginning, there wasn't much involvement. And they also were writing their own books that were based on episodes of the TV show. So I was not working on those either. But I got to know the writers and the producers and the main director of the show quite well. And they were just, they were just wonderful. Wow. How exciting. Is this where you thought your life would go? You mean children's books? You're just your whole life. Like when you were a little girl, did you hope it would go this way? Is this, would you have had any clue? Oh, I don't think I had any goals as a child <laughs> other than like to win the next Monopoly game or something. And I was not in college an ambitious person at all. I kind of, I fell into my career really, but it was at a time when A lot of jobs were just low-hanging fruit. If you wanted to get into publishing and you were in New York, you could do it. Now it's much different. I wouldn't have needed to be much more goal-oriented if I wanted to get into publishing now. Wow. 
this whole this whole thing has been a bit of an accident. <laughs> well, circuitous, let's say. Circuitous. Yes. I love that. Has there been anything from meeting all these young fancy girls and boy and hopefully boys from although I don't know if you've gotten to meet as many, but that you've taken away and been surprised by or that's informed your next book or you know well with my with my granddaughter just being in the playground and watching there was one little boy in the playground she most often goes to and he was the kind who was sort of in everybody's business and trying to make sure everybody was doing what they were supposed to be and there were times uh, with fancy nancy when I would, I can remember being at one book conference and there was a little girl who had her doll with her and her doll, I mean, it wasn't mm-hmm. that huge coincidence, was wearing the same outfit as another doll. And so all of a sudden I thought, oh, I've never done a book about dolls and maybe dolls getting mixed up yep. and ending up with the wrong owner. And yeah, other times there were ideas that popped up. Mainly, it was just how funny the kids were at events and what they would say to you. There was one little girl who was down south. It was in Oxford, Mississippi at a bookstore. And when she came to get her book signed, she whispered in my ear, I like to call my underpants my privacy shorts. <laughs> I thought, well, that's fancy. <laughs> yeah, and there were all there were just always comments. I bet like that. Oh my gosh, the doll wasn't it? Mirabelle, Lavinia, Mirabelle. Oh yeah, Mirabelle, Lavinia, Chandelier. Chandelier. Yes. Oh my gosh, we read that one so many times. It's so funny. <laughs> Wow. So what would your advice be for aspiring children's book authors? I would say read as many, if you want to write a picture book, read as many picture books of the kind of picture book you would like to write yourself. See how the story is structured. I'm not the kind of editor or writer who really would ever be good at doing like a mood piece (laughs) book. I like something with a beginning, a middle, an end, a real story. And what I always do is I page out a manuscript when I've got a, a whole rough copy of it and see if something is happening from page to page. And if it's not, if it's just talking heads, you don't have a picture book. You need action. And you almost can think of spreads as being like chapters where often something is left a little hanging and then you turn the page and you find out what happened. So I would read a lot. I would try, most picture books are 32 pages and start on page four or five and just see if you can lay out what you've written and does it add up to a 32-page picture book. And the other thing I would advise is not 
to get too message heavy. You want a story to have meaning, but I don't think there are many children who like to get preached to. Mm -hmm. And I've come across an awful lot of books, manuscripts, and in my career where they're really a message and a pretty obvious message. You want meaning through what happens to a character. And the character is the most important thing and what happens to that character. And that will have meaning, but it should be in the background where you're reading to find out what happens next, if that makes sense. It does. That's good advice. Last question. What are some of the books that you've worked on as an editor? Oh, well, now I mostly work on a series that I created about, oh, I think it's almost 22 years ago. They're biographies for kids sort of 7 to 11. And the series originally was called Who Was. It still is called Who Was. But we added on what was books and where is books. And each one, they have black and white illustrations and they're 112 pages. And they're, again, they're strong on narrative, not just reeling off the facts of a person's life or what happened at the Battle of Gettysburg, but a strong narrative pull, again, to keep readers wanting to find out what happens next. And there are now 300 books in the series. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, of course I know the series. Wow. That's exciting. Amazing. Well, Jane, thank you. This is really exciting. And thank you. I'm so had, when I was on the floor me. all those years that I wasn't working and I was at home and reading the Fancy Nancy's a thousand times a day, like the idea that off now in the future, 10 years later, I'd get a chance to interview you. It's pretty Well, it's exciting. wonderful to talk to you. And I, again, I'm very happy for you with Princess Charming, and I'm sure it's the first of many to come. Thank you. Thank you so much. From your mouth to Margaret's ears. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I'll see you at our event soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks. So Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, and you're listening to the award-winning podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. If you like this podcast, you will love my new anthology called Moms Don't Have Time to Have Kids. Check it out, and you'll hear from 49 authors about all sorts of things moms don't have time to do. All the authors have been on this podcast. Also, check out my TikTok, at with Zibby and Tracy, my other podcast, Sex Talk with Zibby and Tracy. Check out Moms Don't Have Time to Write on Medium. And of course, my new publishing company called Zivi Books. And now back to our daily author interview site and a quick hello from some of my kids. Hi. Hi. Hello. Enjoy the show. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.